0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Advance Your Belly Dance podcast, a weekly podcast all about the business of belly dance. Hey everybody, it's Jana, and here's a quick note before I start this week's episode. For dancers in Berlin, don't miss out on my next workshops at the Tribal Dance Academy, Mejancé Magic on November 3rd from 10am to 12pm, and Improvisation Station on December 15th from 10am to 12pm. If you've ever wanted to know how to choreograph a full-length Mejanse, aka an Egyptian Entropies, then this workshop's for you. In the Mejancé Magic workshop, you'll learn a choreography to an eclectic piece of Full of exciting rhythms, including bits of Saidi and Iraqi Kaudia. It'll also give you one of many examples of how to approach your own mergensay choreography and how to break down each section to form a full choreography. And if the thought of improvising makes you want to hang up your hip scarf and never dance again, then Improvisation Station will ease all your improv fears. This special workshop teaches you where to start when it comes to improvisation, what to do when you get stuck so you don't freeze like a deer in the headlights, And this workshop also features some special bonus content on technique from my Delicate Details Workshop, giving you helpful and useful conscious technique practice tips. You can register today for a special discount price of only €35 per workshop at dance. Now on to this week's episode. Hey everybody, it's your host, Jana, and welcome to the Advanced Belly Dance Podcast this week we're talking about what to do if your teacher has a favorite and this topic was actually a suggestion by someone so thank you so much for the suggestion and by the way if you guys ever have any topic you want me to discuss or you want to know more about definitely write in the facebook group or message me email whatever i will definitely take into consideration and i appreciate it when you guys uh, let me know directly what it is that you guys want to hear I think about this topic as both a teacher and as someone that was obviously a student who um, has felt this way. This is tricky because it's up for interpretation. To what extent is the teacher actually choosing a favorite? Is it a jealousy thing? Is it an insecurity thing? Or is it actually taking away from your progress as a dancer? As a student, I've had moments where I felt like my teacher had favorites, and that was usually in the form of certain opportunities and comments that were made. Back then, I tried to brush it off, but the teachers I ended up gravitating towards were the ones that treated everyone equally. Looking back, I would say that this particular teacher definitely did have favorites, but at the same time it shouldn't, and ultimately didn't, affect me much because I wasn't limited to just this this teacher. It's only natural to want to impress people that you look up to and look to for guidance, and especially if you're newer to the dance, you can misinterpret this feeling and take it personally. To be honest, the thing that bothered me the most wasn't the picking favorite part, but when it had to do with missed opportunities, like certain people got more stage time or were encouraged to teach if they were friends with the teacher. And I understand that working is a big part of any job. We all live in the real world and know that connections are important, but I believe there's still a fine line. And if a teacher, um, if as a teacher, you see someone that's really working hard and is asking for such opportunities, and also has the talent and skill set for them, then passing them up one of your other students who you're closer to can send the wrong message. Again, thinking of this from a student's perspective, you can't wait for permission in such instances. If you want something, you have to go get it yourself. You have to believe in yourself enough to get to where you're going, and of course you have to assess if you're getting all your resources that you're paying for. So, I've split this week's topic up into two parts. Number one for the student, and number two for the teacher. So as a student, remember that, number one, it may not be intentional. Different personalities are bound to connect in different ways, and it's natural to want to be picked by someone you look up to. What you interpret as a favorite may not actually be the case. It also may not be intentional. Think of the people you've gravitated towards. Some are just more of a natural connection than others. Number two, it may just be a projection of your expectations. Oftentimes, we project our expectations onto others and situations and assume everyone thinks the way we do. It's important to remember that the way you perceive the world isn't necessarily the way someone else does. You may feel like your teacher owes you something because you're dedicated and come on a weekly basis. Thus, if their attention isn't on you as much as you'd like, then that means they don't like you as a student or don't believe in you. Such expectations are set up for disappointment because you're putting someone on a pedestal and assuming you're owed something. The only person that can push you to be the best is yourself. Cut yourself and your teacher some slack and focus your attention on your own progress. However, number three, if it is the case, determine until which point it affects your performance in class. If it's a blatant matter of not getting enough feedback or attention from your teacher because you feel you're being straight up ignored, then it's up to you to determine whether you can brush it off or if it's affecting your learning. Your expectations may be limited to assessing if you're getting what you're paying for, but if you genuinely have tried to ignore it and feel like it's still affecting your progress one way or another, then it might be time to either have a chat with your teacher or look for another one. And as a teacher, for all the teachers out there, remember to, number one, give equal opportunity to your students. This isn't to say you give a solo spot to someone who isn't ready, nor have they asked for it. This is to say that the one student who you've seen progress and work very hard and ask for such opportunities may deserve a chance. Now, I can't say what the certain opportunity should be, whether it's in the form of teaching a class or doing a gig, et cetera, that part's up to you. But all your students should be aware that, should they want to excel, they have the chance by some guidance from you. Naturally, not every person that walks through your classroom door is going to want to become a professional. In fact, most don't ever think about it until they've been at it for some time. I know when I first looked at belly dance classes in Orlando, I never dreamed it would be such a part of my life 12 years later. If you care about your students, then you need to make it clear that they can come to you for guidance and advice, regardless of their level. Number two, know your words have power. It's normal for your students to look up to you and want to impress you. That doesn't mean you're not human and that you won't make mistakes or that you're responsible for this dynamic, but you still need to be aware of it making comments for example about anyone's body or any personal preference you may have as far as even as a student or the performer um, has nothing to do with that has nothing to do with dance is going to be heard in a classroom full of impressionable people never compare a student to someone else even if it's with good intention you don't have to walk on eggshells but just be aware that even from a strict business perspective everyone in your classroom has paid equally to be there and they all deserve your attention and feedback, equally. What they choose to do with it isn't up to you, but you at least have to provide this opportunity for them to learn and grow. And number three, listen to your students. As a teacher myself, if I ever had a student who felt like I was playing favorites, I would hope they came to me directly to discuss it. If this happens, it doesn't mean it's the end of the world or that you're a bad teacher or person. It's most likely a miscommunication and misinterpretation of intentions. Listen wholeheartedly to the feedback and try to give your students the space to come to you to speak their mind. This will create a stronger connection between you and your students, making them feel good enough to come to you and giving you a chance to improve. Have you ever felt like your teacher was playing favorites? What did that look like? I want you guys to comment in the Facebook group. Thanks so much for listening. For those of you in Berlin, don't forget I only have two more workshops this year at the Tribal Dance Academy and Say Magic on November 3rd, and Improvisation Station on December 15th. You can sign up at www.jana, that's D-A-N-A, slash danceartist.com, forward slash workshops, or just go to www.jana, again, that's z-a-n-a dot dance, and click where it says to learn more about the upcoming workshops. Thanks again for listening, and until next time.